0: This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max.
1: This is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse.
2: Welcome to Beyond the Mic Week 10, this is your captain speaking. The promo climax finally returns this week after what has felt like the longest week ever. Robert Davis is back in action against Ted P. De Niro, while Moni Lynn and the Demoness become the first two females to go one-on-one in promos. Now, since the promo climax doesn't officially return until Wednesday night, there are no guests this week. But we do have content for you. This week, we're going to be focusing on the now official battle between Andre Corbiel and the Walker on the promo series for a countdown show. First, I'm going to show you how it all started when Andre made the challenge to Mike initially, then the promo champion himself has an exclusive sit-down with Andre. So, before we get into that, make sure you go to subscribe at youtube.com slash maxwrestling and soundcloud.com slash maxwrestling. And remember, we are now on Spotify and Google Play, as well as Apple Podcasts. Just search Max Wrestling Podcast. That also includes Dazzy and Butcher's Infinity Gems. If you've already subscribed, we love you to pieces. If you haven't, you're still on our shit list. Now ladies and gentlemen, tuning in worldwide, we're in this for Andre Corbiel. I'm looking for
1: some of that Michael Larkin, Max Wrestling. Now whether you realize, now whether you recognize, now whether you analyze, ladies and gentlemen, Andre Corbiel, Wrestling Wrestling. Laying out the first shot, Max Wrestling, Michael Larkin, I've been watching, I've been seeing you destroy people, promo after promo, week after week, coming off all slick and chic, but Andre Corwin's here to let y'all know that, might as well throw my hat into the game, step into the arena, son, because that's what I'm going to do, I'm going to represent from the North South to the East to the West, because I'm the goddamn best. Michael Larkin, Andre Corbiel, Now what you gonna do, playa?
0: welcome back to beyond the mic this is week 10 my name is mike larkin one-third of the max wrestling podcast and the current reigning and defending promo champion we have a special guest this week on beyond the mic none other than a man who i know very well and a man that i have nothing but respect for and a man who has challenged me to a future promo championship bout the one the only mr andre Corbell. andre how are you doing tonight I'm glad to be on the spot with
3: the one and only Michael Larkin. Crisp and clean listen to that intro fans, definitely got my work cut out for me in this promo series four.
0: Yes, uh, Promo Series 4, Act of War. Uh, we're doing the Promo Climax right now as it currently sits. Yours truly is the top of Block A with 12 points. And right behind me is one Nicola McDonald, the Demoness, who was my last opponent. She'll be taking on Moni Lynn, the queen of RWT, next week in the uh, in the Promo Climax. Excuse me, the first ever all-female bout. Now, Andre, I know you've been watching the Promo Climax. What do you think about what, what we're doing and the fun that's been going on with this Promo Climax?
3: I'm enjoying it. I think the best part is seeing everybody's veer from one another's characters, you know, variety is the spice of life. And um, I'm glad everybody's not pushing up the same kind of product. Everybody's being fresh. Everybody's being creative. And they're just letting it all hang out. And
0: that's it's the best way it should be. Exactly, and I got to actually comment about you, sir, because we were talking, and I know you're a big pop culture nerd like I am, so of course when I did my promo against Teddy P, I had to get in the Das FX microphone check, micro microphone check, and that's some old school hip-hop right there, Andre. Uh,
3: Well, I'm a dinosaur, bro. That might be (laughs) one of the things to hit me up on in the promo. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what's cool about it is too is i appreciate it because I, I i'll say this right now i'm a 27 year old male and i i'm an old soul i appreciate that i also appreciate with what you do because let me tell you something wrestling wrestling.com you do a lot of great stuff andre we could be here all day talking talk about bill after we've seen your stuff with vince russo you are a true entrepreneur and a connoisseur when it comes to professional wrestling thank you and to the viewers
3: tuning in stay tuned for uh, ogle uh, uh, ogle I almost said August again. Why am I saying August? October the 19th, one-on-one with Joey Ryan, the King of Dong style. So that'll be the
0: next interview in my endeavors. First and foremost, as someone who's been watching Joey Ryan since even the Wrestling Society X days, I know I'm taking people back with that, that 70s team, he's come a long way from his uh, TNA, now Impact Wrestling, time, Uh, he's been all over the place, and I mean, the uh, penis party, and we just saw him on Impact Wrestling not too long ago, Andre, he was a part of the Bachelorette party for uh, Brian Cage and Melissa Santos. He's all over
3: the place, all over the place, and... uh... For a non-WWE slash non-New Japan, non-Impact talent, he's probably one of the most financially sound wrestlers out there on the indie scene. I'm not a big fan of his, Michael, and this is kind of a new waters or new territory for me. I've never interviewed somebody that I kind of had a problem with. but Bill after taught me to keep it down the middle, so that's what I'm going to do, but... They have those inner demons screaming inside saying, "Come on, Andre, hit 'em hard, hit 'em hard."
0: I mean, yeah, well, you pretty much you have the penis flex, which is pretty much a testicular claw with a swing, and then you have the boob flex. Yeah, I can see it. I'll be honest with you. He's like, like we see nowadays with AEW with Orange Cassidy with his hands in his pockets. I mean, they're trying something new. They're doing stuff up going against the grain balls to the wall, literally, in Joey Ryan's case. But, dude, you've had Joey Ryan. I've seen your stuff with Brian Cage. I know you had the legendary Gama Singh, you know, Stampede Wrestling, Desi Hit Squad there in Impact Wrestling, his son Raj. I mean, there's a lot of talent, man. I got to say with you, you've had some, on the, some of the greats on there, Again, great being Bill Aptor. I mean, the Aptor Mags, Pro PWI 500, that's a great learning tree, Andre.
3: And I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because I've got so much going on. I often get scatterbrained. Fans can also tune in before Bound for Glory as I interview the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion Brian Cage. He's agreed to come on. We were going to do it last week, but he said... Wait till the feud heats up before for Glory, before we do it. So fans can also catch one-on-one with the Impact champion, Brian Cage, the effin' machine, and Andre Corbiel at onewrestling.com. At at wrestlingwrestling.com.
0: First and foremost, I like how you had the flashback there, because, yes, the great com. That's, that's another thing with you. OneWrestling.com, Wrestling, One wrestlingcom You're all over the Very place. Yes. Another thing i got to mention, just on a sidebar, um, with what they're doing with Brian Cage and Sammy Callahan, world titles on the line, it's bound for glory. What did you think about that bottle shot that Melissa Santos took at the wedding?
3: I thought it looked all right. He swung a little too fast. Obviously, that's a sugar bottle, mm-hmm. but... I think it would have broke just as easily if he would have swung it slower because it's really hard to catch even if you run it back and pause or go in slow-mo. It's, there is the one moment where you do see the contact, but the rest of it looks
0: iffy. One of the things I have to mention is you and I, like I said, you and I, dude, I'll, I'll, here's a funny thing about us. Like the first time I actually knew of you, and I think this will take you back, it was actually late 2017. I was on a Impact podcast, and I still do it. It's called The Heelcast, folks. Check them out on YouTube. I did my first ever show on there, and I actually remember your comment. You were like, I don't know who this guy is, but I want to see him on more. And I knew you were referring to me. And I always got to say, ever since that day, I've always appreciated you, and I've always appreciated the kindness and professionalism that you've given me, and as I will do you in return. Well, as a guy that's seen
3: both sides of the curtain, I know someone that knows the business, has a, a mind for the industry, and I can appreciate your elephant memory, Michael, and that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, I... I can't remember things that well. I can't remember dates. I can remember everything, but I can't remember dates. <laughs>
0: Well, here's the thing, you know, with life and I think with anything in general, as someone like you and I have gone through a lot in lives with family deaths and people that we're close to, I think, Andre, you have to just cherish every moment in life and just, you know, that no, you you never know when your last day is going to be. So if you've done something that's impacted and evoked a lot of emotions and done a lot of great things in life, then that's really what makes life worth having.
3: Hey, a bunch of horrible things can happen to you. You can lose almost everything in this world, but at the end of the day, the one thing they can't take from you is the respect that you've earned amongst your peers throughout your lifetime. That's something that you will never lose. And if you walk the right path and are good to people in the right times, in the right places, in the right shape, form, or fashion, I think karma will treat you good at the end
0: of the day. Agreed wholeheartedly. And by the way, just to segue, speaking of Taken, Sir, I go on. I'm about to record Max Wrestling with my brothers, Dazzy Lee and the Butcher, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously, the man behind Max Wrestling. And then I get a message from you talking about challenging me. And I did see your challenge. You're in the ring. You're doing the sharpshooter. You want some of the champ. I got to say, first and foremost, as a fighting champion, I appreciated that. And I got to say, I've seen a lot of the work that you've done promo-wise and all the great videos that you do. So I I took that very—and I had a smile on my face. I still do. I cannot wait to see what happens when you and I go head-to-head.
3: Hey, and look at it, you can say this too, one of your challenges was laid out in the heart
0: ring. Yeah, first and foremost, that's an honor in itself, I mean, heart legacy wrestling, what, what you do doing, I do, we were talking about the late great, God rest his soul, and be- uh, condolences to the Bogner family, Rick Titan, you two were actually, I have to say this, I was going back and watching your stuff, you two had a great chemistry on commentary.
3: Thank you, thank you.
0: He was the heel, I was the baby
3: face, and uh, it worked really well. Instantaneously, and Rick's a professional through WWE, through USWA, through Japan, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, Rick was a true professional. Unfortunately, injuries ended his career, but he gravitated towards um, life speaking, positive thinking, and kind of went down the, what is that gentleman's name? The big, tall gentleman, uh, Anthony... Tony uh, Robbins, yes. is it
0: Tony Robbins? Yeah, Tony Robbins. Went
3: down that uh, path and his stuff was good, but out of nowhere he, he, he passed away. Uh, just, uh, I don't know, none of us saw it coming. He had bad knees and, you know, his neck was quite a bit better from the initial injury and whatnot, but uh, beyond him complaining about his knees, uh, none
0: of us saw it coming. None of us. No, I mean, here's the thing. I interviewed him earlier this year, and he was ready to take 2019 on. And he was, he was like a much He was always so positive, you know. Buddhism. He was really just someone who was just all about inner peace. I know he actually had a short po- a podcast for a short time, the Rick Titan podcast. But yeah, I just I it came out of nowhere for me, and and too, like anyway. With him, with the, you know, when he did the uh, fake Razor Ramon and um, WWF. And I did see his stuff in Japan. Like, he was just so talented. And that's the thing. Everybody remembers him as the fake Razor Ramon. But I'm like, this dude is just a talent in his own right. And I know with the Bret Hart as well and his work in Canada. Like I said, Andre, condolences go out to the family.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said earlier, uh, live life day to day because you, you, you never know when something like this will happen.
0: Exactly. Ugh. My goodness! Those to Rick Titan. Yeah, you know what it is too. Just with Rick Titan as well. Ah, uh, you know who really got hurt by it as well. When we were talking about this? I was I talked briefly with uh, Sean Stasiak about this because Sean was a big fan. Was, was a good friend of his as well. And that's another one with his father, Stan the Man Stasiak. I mean, geez, it's just it just affected a lot of people. And mo- once again, rest in peace to Rick Titan.
3: And that's another wrestler that, for his age, in Sean Stasiak looks absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. I believe isn't he still is he, He's a chiropractor now, right, Andre? Chiropractor, and he wrestles as some spider character. I can't remember the name
0: right now. Yeah, I, I've seen the makeup. That's cool. Oh, that's up. Yeah. up. Cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. But my God, see, there are people. There's still people that we remember from back in the day that still oh. kill and look great. Good. Michael, I think we could talk wrestling for hours, and I think
3: the fans would only benefit from it ultimately.
0: Okay, so before we even get there, here because you and I will be here for hours because we love ourselves some pro wrestling. We're pro wrestling fans, and I'll steal your line: tried, tested, and true." Because I love that. I love that line still to this day. Uh, Andre, one of your opponents. Well, actually, one of the opponents in the promo climax. Travis The Walker-Anderson. Now, we've seen Travis The Walker-Anderson in the promo climax, with a mask, without the mask. He's very, you know, he's got a great character with what he's doing. He's very vibrant. He's very, as I like to say, bowed up. You know, he's very uh, upfront, very brutally honest. He was not a fan that you were uh, challenging me while we still got a promo climax going on. Mind you, there's four weeks left. But now we have the bout officially set. It's November 22nd. It's promo series four, Act of War. You and Travis The Walker-Anderson are going to be going head-to-head in a promo challenge. And I'm going to shut down
3: his beef instantaneously with one quick
0: example. Kane Velasquez. Oh. Yes. So you'll be Cain Velasquez, he'll be Brock Lesnar. One round, that's it. Uh, I kind of pinned myself in the corner with that statement. But where I was going was leapfrogging everybody and going for the big dog. Um, which is Michael Larkin. That is true. Now, here's the thing with Travis. Like, he's not going down. So for those that are new to Max Wrestling, uh, Max Wrestling listeners, we've had Travis The Walker Anderson do his thing to get to Promo Slam, where the current champion at the time was The Butcher. It was a fatal four-way bout with myself, The Butcher, Robert Davis, and Travis The Walker Anderson. Travis had to go through hurdles and Miss Courtney Summers and the Amir Blackman Costello, who was the inaugural Promo Champion, to get to promo slam he did not win the championship yours truly still holds that belt but he is in this climax he's doing well in the promo climax he is at the second to top of block b he is tied with the crippler moses marquez and now he wants a shot at you because he was not happy once more like we mentioned with the fact that you challenged you leapfrogging but you you just i saw your promo today it was great you went after him you had the hood on you had the glasses on and you just told him hey I'm number one. I'm coming for the top dog. That is me. And you set your sights not only on Travis, the Walker Anderson, but you said I'm going to see through you, and I'm going to straight see you straight to the champ. So for that, I appreciate your uh, appreciate your promo.
3: I came for one reason and one reason only, and he and I are discussing this sport, this industry that we hold so dear to our hearts.
0: Exactly um i have to say this first and foremost i cannot wait to see what you and travis do come november 22nd promo series before we even get to anything else i just have to ask you andre uh before i actually have a couple final wrestling questions to ask you um as well as travis the walker anderson goes do you have any words for him before we get to november 22nd that is promo series for active war we saw your promo but do you have anything to say here right now on beyond the mic
3: just one quick short thing because I think I went for the jugular in the introductory. This next promo is going to be nothing like the promo you just witnessed, Mr. Walker. Am I going to be coming from the left? Am I going to be coming from the right? Am I going to be coming from above? Or am I going to be
0: coming from below? Wait and see, my friend. There you have it. Ooh, I cannot wait. That is going down. November 22nd. Promo Series for Act of War. Andre Corville and Travis, the Walker Anderson. It's a promo challenge, folks. Be there. You don't want to miss it. Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, the whole nine. You can check it out, Max Wrestling UK, Max Wrestling Podcast. Now, Andre, just want to go back to Bound for Glory for a second because I got to ask you, man. We were, we're talking about Brian Cage. We are talking about Sammy Callahan. I want to know your thoughts because I've been checking him out. UFC, Attitude Era, WWF. What do you think about Ken Shamrock coming back? He's taking on Moose Bound for Glory. What do you think about Moose versus Ken Shamrock?
3: I'm glad foremost that Ken Shamrock can come back and add on to the legacy, which was a very, very short legacy in TNA and continue it in this new incarnation of the company, Impact Wrestling. He was the first ever TNA NWA champion version. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't around too long. He wasn't the champion for too long. So I'm happy to see him come in, add a little bit to that legacy. We'll see. Moose is a big man. Moose is a strong man. Moose is an ath af- Moose. Moose is an athleticy athletically gifted man. So Ken Shamrock looks in pretty good shape there, Michael. We can we'll see if he can
0: Let's see what Ken Shamrock can do and I absolutely agree with you there, Andre. Let's see what he can do because he hasn't been in a ring in a while. The last time we saw him in impact was in 2004. So let's see what he can do. Come bound for glory when it is Moose, taking on Ken Shamrock one-on-one live on pay-per-view. And Andre, like you mentioned, first ever NWA TNA champion for the company back in 2002.
3: He was the initial, the original, the inaugural TNA NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He lost the title pretty quickly, but uh, it's nice to see him back. He looks in reasonably good shape for a man his age, but uh, Moose is kind of a freak of nature kind of a superior athlete so i I ultimately think that moose is going to go over here Mm -hmm. i think ken shamrock is really going to put him over and make him a a bigger star and i think that's the whole purpose of bringing ken shamrock in
0: and i look at ken shamrock like the last time i think we saw him besides the end of a run i think he made like a brief appearance in 2004 and i gotta say he's 55 i saw his interview with chris van Van Vallette, he looks good He's ready to go, and I got to say, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people.
3: Chris is a good guy. I'm glad he's having lots of success right now.
0: And Andre, looking from top to bottom, Michael Elgin, Naomi, Chimaera, Fuji, in uh, to the X Division ladder match, the North against Rich Swan and Willie Mack, and right on Rob Van Dam. I got to ask you, what do you think so far about what we have for Bound for Glory with those matches that we that I just ran off to you?
3: And an incomplete ladder match for the X-Division Championship title where Impact Wrestling superstars are going to have to qualify. It'll be interesting to see if Impact Wrestling finally pulls the trigger and put a male championship around the waist of Tessa Blanchard. I truly believe that that's where they're going with this. A lot of fans were voicing their opinions being very boisterous. Regarding not wanting to see the title around her waist, uh, the world heavyweight championship title, Mm -hmm. but I think impact wrestling can get away with making her the X division
0: champion. You know what? I remember when Medusa beat Evan Courageous, Starcade 99, and she was the Cruiserweight champion. I remember WWE did it with Jacqueline. I mean, why not? Tessa Blanchard, she's done a lot with the uh, Knockouts Championship. And I think what I kind of see going with this is, tell me if you agree, there could be like a scenario where Tessa wins the exhibition championship. I see Callahan taking it off of Brian Cage at Bound for Glory. Then they could do that whole option C thing with Tessa cashing in, and it goes back to the Tessa Sammy thing. It all comes full circle, but this time it would be for the World Heavyweight Championship.
3: Well, like the $6 million man, when it pertains and relates to Brian Cage. Mm -hmm. Injuries have really hampered this title reign, meaning as much as it could. So, tear him down, build him up like the $6 million man, better than ever. Plus, it's always better to have a heel champion and the babyface chasing. The thrill of the hunt, right? The
0: thrill of the chase. Yes, yes it is. And I mean, also with the thrill of the chase... I have to say this. I mean, we got Dr. Wagner Jr. coming back with the Rascals. Uh, there's so much. And I'm also kind of interested. What do you think about the Call Your Shop gauntlet match where the winner could choose any championship match of their choice? What do you think about them bringing back the gauntlet match there?
3: I've always been a big fan of gauntlets. I like them better I like them better than, uh, than just
0: the plain Battle Royals, to be honest with you. Now, I'm curious to see who they get for this. I mean, we could see more AAA talent. We could see a lot of great talent all around even from pro wrestling noah but i'm curious to see who's in there and i gotta say as far as bound for glory goes i mean this is what like 11 years since they were in chicago i mean the last one i remember was bound for glory 08 so i mean 11 years later yep and now the now they're on access tv and i mean andre i gotta say for impact wrestling it's a great time for wrestling i mean mondays tuesdays pretty much every doggone day is full of professional wrestling what a time for wrestling
3: Yes, and the new NWA show on Facebook, live, and YouTube each and every week, also on Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. is at a perfect time. It doesn't overlap
0: impact wrestling. So that's a good thing. It is, and I gotta say, first and foremost, people, if you've not if you're not checking at NWA, please do Impact Wrestling. There's a lot of great wrestling out there. And like I said, with you, when you mentioned tried tested, and true for each and one of you, we all do this for one thing, professional wrestling. Andre Corbeil, I had heed your words. It's a great time for pro wrestling.
3: Absolutely. And there's, there's so much selection, so much choice. And ultimately, it's up to WWE to stop shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Because the mainstay of WWE with Vince McMahon basically garnering 90% of the global wrestling audience, a large percentage of that audience, that fan base, were WWE bubble fans. Fans that wouldn't veer out of that bubble and just consumed WWE product. I think lately fans are at the point where they're starting to veer out of that WWE bubble. Not not leaving the company entirely, but looking elsewhere and taking in other products. And I think all of these other wrestling promotions outside of WWE are going to start to flourish over the next year to three years, we're going to see a lot changing in the wrestling landscape.
0: And before we close this out, finally, I have to ask Andre, it's week two of the Wednesday night wars. What do you think about what AEW has been bringing to the table?
3: Two weeks, Mm -hmm. two weeks consistent. And I've been entertained both weeks. I've been, I've been saying for a while, Michael, that I will give AEW six months To see how consistent their product is before I really give a final judgment on whether this company is 100% totally for real. But two weeks in, it sure looks that way.
0: I have to say I've been enjoying the inner circle with um, Sammy Guevara, Santana Ortiz, and Jake Hager. Um, we have the Omega, John Moxley stuff. We have a lot coming into uh, full gear, obviously, with Jericho and Cody. And i got to say, both weeks have been strong. We've seen a lot of great wrestling. We've seen a lot of people incorporated in the tag division. So i got to say, all in all, they're coming to, quote, like they're full gear. And it's nonstop. And we have a lot of great episodes ahead on TNT for all elite wrestling.
3: I look forward to Darby Allin because... Uh, yeah, him and Jericho next week. He's, he's something else. He's something else. He kind of reminds me of a cross between Crazy Steve
0: and Ace Austin. I could see that. I definitely see the Crazy Steve in there, and Ace Austin. Here's the thing about Ace Austin: like, I know he's a heel, and I guess he's got that look like you want to punch him in the face. But with what he's doing with Eddie, <laughs> with with what he's doing with Eddie Edwards, you know, just flat out, you know, I want to bang his wife. It's sle- it's sle- it's sleazy. It's the young guy just trying to go after the married woman. Like, I dig it. I mean, it's it's interesting, and not, not to say the least. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Mr. Corbill, uh, I'm just going to say this right now. Besides all the links, what I want to do is um, you've been on Max Wrestling before. You were in the hot seat three years ago. So if anybody wants to hear a Max Wrestling alumni guest besides this show that we did tonight, Andre Corville, the link to that interview will be in the description. Andre, it's always a pleasure. And this is where I step back. The floor is yours, sir. Please promote wrestlingwrestling.com and your social medias. The floor is yours, Mr. Corville.
3: Wrestling fans, if you like superstar interviews, independent professional wrestling matches with yours truly doing color commentary, professional wrestling breaking news, wrestling podcasts, and so much more coming from the WrestlingWrestling.com family, head on over to Andre Corbiel on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, click that bell, and of course, visit the mothership WrestlingWrestling.com, covering all four corners of the ring.
0: Now, I will say this to close this out. Links will be in the description. And if you got something to get off your chest, pick up the mic. And sooner or later, Andre, you and I will be picking up a mic and we will be doing this thing. Mr. Corbill, it's always a pleasure. And he's staring all at me as we speak. All righty. Mr. Corbill, thank you so much. Thanks for having me,
2: Mike. You're very welcome. Bye. T E.
4: Double D, P, De Niro, the unstable Dark Knight, a machine draped in gold, a Latina heat that is more beautiful than you can imagine. A genius in his own right, with crazy eyes, Robert Davis, a demoness from the fiery pits of hell, a lost cause, Chris Maldonado, a conceited one, Zach a good, a bad, a bearded butcher, a crippler, Moses Marquez. These are just a few of my family we all have a home in this home you will be greeted by our captain welcomed by our kingpin but you Andre Corbill You disrespected... my family. You disrespected my... home. I... am the walker. And when you disrespect my family... you disrespect my home... you better bet... I'm gonna come for a fight. Family is number one to me. My home is number one to me. I understand you want a shot for the gold. You want a promo title shot. But we, my family, is contending for that right. What have you done? You think you're such a big hot shot in Canada. That you can just walk in. And get whatever you fucking want. Think again. But. We welcome the competition. We welcome you. We invite you in. But you better bet. You need to learn your role and get in line. So, me and my family, we welcome you. We welcome you into our home. And with that, I say, welcome to the madhouse.
1: This isn't going to be a very friendly promo introductory to the Canadian destroyer for each and every one of you. But hmm, who said we have to play nice? Now, Walker, and ladies and gentlemen tuning in worldwide, I'm the entitled Canadian, so you better step aside. Now you say that I disrespected your family, you say that I disrespected your home, but when I'm done with you, boy, you'll have no one to phone. The fact of the matter is the Canadian Destroyer doesn't care about your family. The fact of the matter is the Canadian Destroyer doesn't care about your home. What did you expect? A hug? And a chocolate bar called Toblerone? I'll tell you something right now. There's no love and war and the discarding of you will absolutely be no chore. Because a champion like me never starts at the bottom, I always rise to the top. When it comes to you, Walker, let's be honest, I'm expecting a big, giant flock. Now I called out the champ, because that's what the best do. As you hide in a mask, looking like a damn fool. I could quote the raven and say nevermore, but the fact of the matter is, I'll be showing you that door. Life is for the taking, but you've got to have the balls. And to be honest, Mr. Walker, I don't see any of yours. Your mom must have them at home. You jumped in my path, so get ready for the wrath as I prepare to dust you off like something in the past. You got in my way and you're a goddamn fool. This is just an intro before I deal with you. I've got a plan for Mr. Larkin and it doesn't involve you. And if you want to be useful, truth is, you can get on your knees, pucker up, and kiss my shoes. Now I've been trained by legends, not just one or two. So you better recognize a champion, especially when you're about to lose.
2: said and done you got something to say do what andre did pick up the mic